Hello, and welcome to another episode of the Flawed and Fearless Podcast. I am your host, Lisa Covert, where I help you show up as your beautifully flawed and fearless self in your life, relationships, and your profession. This week's topic is decide what you believe in and love it. Before we begin, click the subscribe or follow button on your screen. Then you will be notified when I add a new episode. Welcome to this week's episode. I'm glad you're here. In order to truly be our flawed and fearless selves, we have to first decide what we believe in and what we truly love. This can involve possibly letting go of past beliefs or ideas that no longer serve us, or maybe we're never ours. It may also involve us standing up for our beliefs. Maybe we're hitting a time in our life where we realize that maybe we don't agree with the ones closest to us. Maybe we're just following it because we want to be part of that group, but maybe we don't agree. And it's not being afraid to show those true colors and who we are. Even if it's facing some criticism, even if it's facing judgment from other people, ultimately becoming our 2.0 version, our flawed and fearless self, we have to embrace our authenticity. The only way you will ultimately feel free, happy, no guilt, no negative feeling is when you're truly you. You bring out this sense of fulfillment and empowerment when you allow yourself to be exactly who you are and no one else. It's so important that we believe in ourselves and that we follow our path. Each one of us have a completely different path. That's really getting to know yourself. What you want? I mean, believing in something, fine, and loving it, but what is it that you believe in? I think that truly is the deeper question, is that we say, okay, so decide what you believe in and fall in love with it. Most of us have spent so much time in our lives helping other people, but helping them so much that we forget that helping them is our purpose and not their goal. I want to give an example. Let's say my husband. He has had career changes in the past, and I was supporting him and helping him achieve his goals and his his aspirations, his wants, his dreams, his desires, his bucket list. And I started to lose myself in his goal. My goal was just helping him. I loved him. I wanted to be a great partner. I wanted to be there for him. But my goal was not to get the job. My goal was to be a supportive spouse, to encourage him, to support my best friend. But it was not to get the job. When that mixes, it's almost like when they achieve their goal, you actually lose because you don't get the new position. You don't get the new respect. You don't get the fresh new start. They did. When I lose focus of my own goal, that my goal was to be a supportive wife and help my husband to be the best person that he can be and what he wants, you know, loving him unconditionally. When I lose focus or put, when I put my attention on his goal and not my goal, in the end, it feels like loss. And the concept of being a flawed and fearless woman is embracing your imperfections and owning your strength. Owning my strength, I enjoyed seeing him succeed. But when I connected to his purpose, his goal, I was measuring myself 
by his goal. Think about a vase or a big jar, and you're filling it up with water. Well, you have this measuring cup that you can scoop water in, get the water, and put it into the jar. Well, if you just take that that measuring cup and pour it, and you forget your goal is to fill you up, fill your water up so you can pour it into that larger vase, then you don't have anything to provide to the vase. You get what I'm saying? If you don't, if you lose focus on your goal, then they can actually come short on their goal because you get too involved in their goal. You can hear the story. Let's say there's somebody, I'm totally making this up because I'm about to use the name Sally. That's why I laugh. Let's say my son is trying to become friends with this girl, Sally. My goal is to help him. And when I get too involved with his situation, then when Sally responds in a not so enthusiastic way about being friends with my son, then I might respect and give a answer that's more protective. Why did she say that to rather than coming from a place of helping him because helping him would say okay maybe this girl was shy just had a bad don't just once never give up right (laughs) so when i lose focus of my goal i could guide him in a way that would steer him away from what is meant for him and that's not what i want when you focus on your goal and you keep on what you want and you know your purpose and why you're getting involved in a situation and you hold tight on that you actually help yourself and everyone else involved also i have been in my 30s dating did in my 20s and nothing has changed even now in my 40s i would say still are as a person attractive So often we get in relationships, whether it's friendships, whether it's partners, and we become more like them. They are trying to get us to be more like them. But what we don't understand is that it's more intriguing because we are uniquely different. If we did everything the same, then there wouldn't be much to talk about. Think about it. In relationships, I mean, even now, like being married, we sleep in the same bed. We share the same room. We live in the same house. We have the same garage. Having so many things together, being unique and doing my own stuff and him having his own interests is almost more important than it had before. It makes you actually attractive. It makes people intrigued about you the more you are you because there's no one else in the world out there just like you. When you explore life like that, doing something just by yourself, exploring your own thoughts, reading books about them, working on growing those thoughts. For myself, I read so many books about money and success being a wonderful thing because growing up, there were so many of those things. The rich get richer, the poor get poorer. You know, what do you think? Money grows on trees? All those kind of things. Well, those were really hidden in me and I had some anchors holding me back from succeeding. It was like a fear of succeeding, of being, by being successful, the more I increased my income, the more I was criticized, the more I would have to watch my back because of money. There was so many things attached for me with money. Once I understood the things that I wanted, 
I was able to see my fears, my stuff. So when you hold on to who you are and what you are and, and your uniqueness, you can completely reprogram that. I read so many books and helped myself with that, kept doing affirmations. Every time I'd had a fear, I would affirmation, read this, this picture of just words. It was my own words. But every time when I would get a fear of being successful, I would read that and it would help me reprogram. It helped me stop going down that what if path and help me put more positive things in my mind. Like my knees are always met. I have plenty of time. All those kind of things that I would program in there to break the old habits. Well, the only way it can do that is by totally me. And sometimes that was in a journal writing. And I would look back and see patterns that I kept talking about. But this does not mean arguments. This means you're willing to, you are, you're willing to offend someone else to not be someone else than who you are. Sometimes it's a small decision. Don't say you like that food just because everyone else does. Don't say, okay, that restaurant is fine. It's okay when you really actually don't like it. Or if you want to save money or buy something that is ridiculous to everybody else, but it makes sense to you and you would love it, do it. Be who you are because you're actually going to help everyone else too. Because that's the part of it. When you don't know who you are, you're actually disconnecting from your own self in a way your own wants your you're just your thoughts are more about oh what does he think well does he think that that should this is what he should do does he think this so you're up at night thinking what he would think but you can't have an answer you will always loop around loop 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 by doing that you can interpret a bad mood or something on his face and be oh my gosh something must have happened with that other thing we talked about which is absolutely could be never true. That's making up more and more stories. You can never be someone else because you don't have all the information. You don't know what they're going to decide to do. It's only going to actually bring resentment in the end. Because here you are, you said you'd help this person, but then they took it too far. But did they, or did you give too much? And did they say, sure, saying no, to someone else is not mean that you're hurting them. Sometimes you're helping people. Have you ever been in a situation where you had to say no to somebody and then they found a solution when you never thought was possible? You felt bad all day long. I was like, I, I wish I could have ran that errand. I feel so bad that I couldn't help them out when they needed me. And then they figured out the problem. And then it's like, oh, now they don't kind of, wow, they didn't need me like I thought they did. Maybe I should have said no earlier. Or why didn't they call them first? It would have been so much easier for them than me. Why did they even call me? It's a resentment because you are connecting too much with someone else and what they think and not your own. When you know what your child wants or you're anticipating your child's next move and you don't know your own move, you start to realize that you're putting someone else's needs and wants above your own. And that can be your animals. That can be your whatever. But if you know, if you can answer questions for a partner with someone else than yourself, if you can answer what their favorite color is and not your own, that's a problem. What's their favorite food? What's your favorite food right now? If you can answer theirs quicker, then you are obviously connected to them more than you're connected to yourself. And I promise you, relationships are not as deep 
when you are not authentic. We've all been situations where we fell in love with people. We were with them. We gave them everything. And then that relationship just slowly or quickly just kind of ended. This person that was completely into and you were completely into them has completely turned away. I mean, it's left you wondering, am I even attractive inside or out? Leave you feeling very insecure. But the truth is, in that relationship, did you almost morph yourself into more and more like them? We want a little challenge. We want to have conversations. We don't want arguments. We don't want anger. We just want real. There's no putting down. There's no, that's what happens in relationships when we start being negative with each other. But if we let each other be, it's a most beautiful feeling ever. When you can support someone and whether they give that or not is not the point. The only reason you're helping them is because you hope that they get to get the outcome that they want or that they need. Embracing your authenticity is just letting go of people's expectations and living according to your own truth. Find out what you like. Do you like painting? Take a class and don't worry about what anybody else thinks. When people ask what you want for Christmas, tell them what you want. What if you were just who you are? And if someone felt offended about that, you realize they were probably just sad because you're doing something without them or them themselves. They haven't asked themselves in a while what they even wanted. We all like a challenge and we can challenge each other in ways of being ourselves, finding our own happiness and truly feeling good inside, or we can challenge ourselves in negative ways. How many times have you had a conversation with someone you love and you are sitting there and saying, oh, well, how are you? I'm good. Yeah, but, but you need to make sure that you list some of the struggles. And then it's almost like a back and forth kind of competition of who's struggling more, who should get the trophy of having the crappiest day or the crappiest last month. I mean, it starts to be a competition of who's, who's more the victim. Who should we pity more? There's always going to be a little challenge. Wouldn't you rather challenge somebody because you're being yourself? Try not to take offense to how they feel, but just continue doing you. Know that by being happy yourself will definitely make a better relationship between you and that person. Being your authentic self and asking, what do I believe in? And falling in love with those things, putting effort into them, knowing that's who you are, trying it, failing, thought I would like this, but I don't. Well, guess what? That's a win because you just saw that. That's not a failure. You're heading more and more to the direction that helps you, that brings you happiness. You'll never know if it's meant for you or not until you take a step forward. It's just one step, one decision. Do you like this food? Do you really like how you spend your days? If you don't, what do you want? Being your true self has the power. So much joy can come so quickly once you decide that you're going to be you. Be yourself. I hope that I have pushed that and pushed that and you know that who you are is beautiful. Let it out. You are a powerful, impactful person. Just give yourself a chance to be who you really are. Because when you actually are who you are, it comes, you get to help so many people be you. In the A-Club coaching group, I will take this podcast deeper and coach you on how to know what you really want. So now you know that you need to be authentic, but how do you actually figure out what you want, especially since you've made everyone else and their priorities your priorities? How do you connect with someone that you haven't connected with in a long time? 
Well, I will show you how. If you need help discovering what you really want, then A-Club is the place for you. Go to www.flawedandfearless.com and click Login A-Club, where you find your tribe of women who are just like you, seeking healing, freedom, and true joy. Join A-Club membership today, where you get to unleash your 2.0 best version of yourself with weekly coaching audios, live Q&As with me, and a library of audios you can access at your convenience. We would love for you to join our community and grow alongside us. I hope you have a great day, and I look forward to connecting with you. Bye!